Hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we're going to have a lot of fun today. We're going to be talking, um, something that we don't spend enough time on is bass fishing. But there's a particular type of bass fishing that we're going to focus on today. And we're going to start, let's start by introducing Mark Lassane, the editor, publisher of uh, Bass Angler Magazine. We'll bring him on momentarily. And then we also have... Um, some other very interesting guests, a, a professional bass angler, one of the top in the country, Bobby Barrick, and he is a pro angler for Snag Proof Lures. And then we're going to get into a little bit of the science behind creating uh, lures in catching fish and bass in particular with John Procknow, who is Director of Product Development for Berkeley, and you may have heard of them. Actually, John is, I believe, responsible for the uh, gulp bait, which almost everybody has to be familiar with. So we're going to have a great time, and we would like you, first of all, to remember that you can go to uh, uh, fishtalkradio.com and listen to the show as many times as you want. Uh, we're going to be taking a break in about a minute, but let's go ahead and introduce Mark Lassane, editor, publisher, uh, owner, uh, writer, uh, janitor for Bass Angler Magazine. Hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> well, we're doing, <laughs> we're doing fantastic. We appreciate you coming on. And oh, thanks, man. Okay. Glad to be here. Okay, well, what we're going to do is we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back and talk uh, to Mark primarily, and then we'll talk a little bit about bass and then about the, the topic that we're going to be covering into with more depth. And then uh, Mark has specifically requested that we get in touch with Bobby Barrick, and we're going to be talking about that in the next segment. So right now, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back with you with Fish Talk Radio. on the magnificent Sea of Cortez. The Grand Heritage Resort and Spa at Marina Costa Baja is the first five-star resort in La Paz, Baja South. Overlooking a 250-slip marina and white sand beaches, enjoy two signature restaurants, a world-class destination for fishing or diving. Enjoy five-star elegance in the charming, laid-back city of La Paz. Dock your boat and enjoy the marina village. Visit on the web at CostaBajaResort.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio and enjoy the great outdoors. 
Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust Sport Fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust Sport Fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have the man who happens to be the editor, publisher, and um, I don't know, what else do you do there at Bass Angler Magazine, Mark? I kind of just run the show, you might say. I'm, uh, you know, like the lion tamer. Yeah, well, <laughs> I run around, crack the whip, all the writers, and you know the ad sales, and everybody just make sure everybody's doing their job. There you go. Well, right before we we went on the air, we were just talking about El Salto in mainland Mexico, um, and I've never been there. You know, Grizz has been there many times, and we've had Jason Grupp on that takes groups down there, and it, from what I understand, and anywhere in the world. Uh, if you want to go bass fishing, that is probably something at the top of the list. Would you mind just commenting on that for a minute before we get going? You know, good question. I have never been there myself. I've been to uh, to Mateos, but I've but I've never been to El Salto. So we're going down there. I heard the bite is really good. Um, they're saying you know sixty to eighty fish is average, along with <laughs> you know usually you get a double digit or two a day. Um, you know, it's like, uh, I think, I'm really looking forward to, like, a bass fisherman's paradise. You uh, know? From, from what I understand, and you know, and again, I have never been there, but, you know, from talking uh, to Grizz on the radio and, and from Jason on the radio that have been there, um, it's, well, first of all, it's a large lake, and it's actually a lake uh, that is used for growing tilapia. And the, you know, the, the indigenous people, they they never really could understand why somebody would go out fishing and then turn the fish loose. So they go, well, what's the point of that? 
<laughs> but uh, so, you know, they're, they're raising and catching the tilapia. But apparently the bass love the tilapia, and there's a, a tremendous food source. So there's a lot of bass. They get almost no pressure, and there's a lot of food. So there is, it's, uh, I, I think it's a, a crazy tactic there. All the tilapia, you know, it's just like a big smorgasbord for the bass <laughs> all of the time. Yeah. So they have nothing to do but get big and fat. Yeah. You know? Which is a good thing when you're talking about bass, right? And I, I, you know, I, I know that there's a probably there's only about two or three resorts or lodges that you can work out of down there, and you know, if it would be, uh, I said, I, I, I envy you. And when are you going down? I'm going down in just a couple of weeks, like the first week in uh, first week in June. We're headed down there. Wow. Well, we're gonna have to get you back on and talk about that, aren't we? We will. Uh, and you know what's really cool is a week after I get I get back, I'm home for a week, and then I go to Costa Rica for a week. Oh, so we're going to go I'm... chase some other kind of bass down there, probably a little salt water and a, you know, a few different things. Wow. Well, I know you know rooster fish are huge down there. And, of course, where, where are you going in Costa Rica? You, you know, I'm not sure. They said we get off the plane and we're going for a six-hour bus ride. So, well, uh, Costa, Costa Rica, yeah, you'll, you'll fly into San Jose, which is a, kind of the top of the mountain, and you go down the, uh, I guess, the east side to the Caribbean side, and you go down the other side to the Pacific, which I suspect is where you're going. But uh, Capos and Jaco and uh, Los Sueños is, is not six hours, so you're probably going much farther south. Uh, but, you know, good question. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, after, the, after I got there... We'll get back on and we'll talk all there about it. There you go. Well, I, I do know that, you know, of course, the big thing is fly fishing for sailfish down there. That sounds like fun. Yeah. I'm not a big fly fisherman, but, uh, you know, I could imagine catching a big sailfish on a fly rod would be a, yeah. would be a blast. Well, you don't have to be a, a big fly fisherman because all you got to do is kind of drop your fly in the water <laughs> and let it float back. <laughs> There we go. There you go. That sounds like fun. That's not the way you're supposed to do it, but that's really all you have to do. (laughs) (laughs) The fish don't care. Yeah, then you got the teasers to bring them up, and then you just pull those out when the fish comes up, and then you hook them up. But uh, anyway, uh, let's get back to the subject that we were, were planning on talking about, and that is bass angling. And, of course, your magazine is BassAnglerMag.com, right? It is. So we're all about that bass. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the things that we want to talk about today, which I think is a little bit interesting, is frogs and bass. Now, I'm not a bass angler, and you know, I'm the first to admit that. I mean, I've you know, I've I've caught a couple, and I've I've been with some people that tried to teach me how to do it, but you know, to me, it's a lot of work, man. You, (laughs) you know, to catch ten fish. Or to catch, let's say, two fish, it's like a thousand casts. At least in my opinion, maybe if you're good, it doesn't take that. But you you really do have to work it. It's not something where you sit down and watch the bobber, and when it you know goes below the surface, you pull in a trout. Now, the bass angling does take some work. Exactly. You know, I have so many people tell me, "Well, you know, I just can't sit, sit still long enough to go fishing." You know, I just mm-hmm. I get bored. The kids get bored. Well, bass fishing is nothing like that. It's you know, bass fishing is like NASCAR of fishing. You yeah. know, we have a fancy, fancy boat and go 70 miles an hour. We oh, run yeah. spot, you know, we run around and go fishing. Yeah, it's some work, but you know what? Yeah. If you're tired at the end of the day, but it's a, just so much fun. You, don't, yeah. you really don't, 
you don't feel like you're working when you're out there. You feel like, you know, you're just trying to figure out how to get that next one to bite. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's kind of funny you bring that up because, you know, I've been to a couple of bass tournaments. And to me, it's very interesting because, you know, you've got these, you know, uh, 18, 20 foot uh you know, op, you know, open boats uh, that are like ski boats or jet boats. You know, they'll have right. a, they have a two hundred horsepower, and they'll go seventy miles an hour. And uh, so it's is uh, you know when the when the you know the flare goes off or the shotgun goes off or whatever it is, everybody puts the pedal to the metal and goes you know and tears across the lake at seventy miles an hour uh, to, to get to the opposite side or as far as they can from where they started from, and then they'll fish for about fifteen minutes and they go ah nothing here and then they go seventy miles an hour back to where they started from and fish there. <laughs> Well, it's not always back to where you started from. But yeah, uh, you know, you try to you try to uh, get what we call a milk run. You know, yeah. you try to you try to find some areas that are good within uh, close proximity of each other. Mm-hmm. But your starting spot, I mean, it maybe you know, I mean, the last tournament I fished, my starting spot was like thirty something miles away. So, you know, if your boat goes twenty miles an hour, it's a long time to get there. At seventy, yeah. you know, it's, you're about twenty five minutes. Not yeah. too bad. Yeah. And well, that'd be a big lake. But anyway, the whole point of it is, I think that these guys have these boats and and motors uh, not because they need it, is because it's so much fun. Well, it's fun, but uh, actually, you do need it. Yeah, you know, okay. you you'd be you'd be surprised when you know when you're tournament fishing, you're always against the clock, and yeah. the, and you know the clock is running, so speed is time, and time is fish, and yeah. and fish is money. Okay. All right. Well, I'll accept that, but it still seems like it's a lot of fun. Yeah, you have to come out with me, and we'll show you. you okay. Know, 70 miles an hour is fun. Catching fish is fun. You know, at the end of the day, you'll be worn out, but you won't feel like you were working. Right. Well, today we're going to be talking about a particular type of bass fishing, and that is going to be, we're going to be talking about frog lures, which from what I understand is one of the you know most popular ways to catch big bass. You know, frog fishing is just so much fun because you can throw it, Almost anywhere on any lake. You know, it, it was designed for fishing heavy cover. Uh, you know how, like, you look on a lake and you see this green stuff growing uh-huh. on the top and it's right. all matted, matted vegetation. It was, it was basically was designed for that, but that's not the only purpose. I mean, it works in a, a numerous, numerous places, you know, in clear water, dirty water, shallow water, deep water. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it is just so much fun to watch that fish come up and blast your frog. Right. Well, uh, again, uh, you know, frogs uh, you know, are certainly a popular bait for bass. And we have the opportunity to talk to Bobby Barrick, who is one of the top pro anglers uh, for bass. And he's a pro angler for snag-proof uh, lures which uh, their specialty is, you know, is, is using frog. frog base. Yeah, okay. So we're going to come back and talk to him, and we're going to talk about more about the concept of that. And then later on, we're going to be talking to John Procknow, who is an adequate angler, but he's really a scientist uh, developing uh, products that catch fish. So we're going to take a, a quick break. We'll be right back with Mark and Bobby. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. Hi. 
first named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Santos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Santos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Santos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the White Sand Beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at B-A-G-A-B-U-N-D-O-S dot com or call 800-474-BAJA. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. Uh, this is John Hennigan in studio, and we have Mark Lassane, the editor, publisher of Vast Angler Magazine. And we also have Bobby Barrick on the line, but uh, during the commercial break, <laughs> we, we were talking to him. He's actually, of course, he fishes 250 days a year, but he's on, <laughs> I'm sorry. He's on, he's, yeah, he, is, he is on a charter today. He's got some clients out in the, uh, I think he's in the Delta, right? And, uh, in California, and he goes, "Oh shit!" <laughs> so he's he is there in the background, and uh, he's got apparently got an eight pounder. His client does on the line right now. So, <laughs> and they're just trying to get it in. <laughs> well, we we may or may not be able to get him in this segment, but at least he's got his phone on, so we can hear the action. And uh, Bobby, I don't know if you can hear me or not, but don't worry about it. Just keep doing what you're doing, and just keep us posted. 
but uh, <laughs> well, you know, they could very, very well be frog fishing in, in Discovery Bay. I mean, there's a lot, you know. There's a, uh, Hey, hello? Bobby. Hello? Bobby. Hey, she's trying to jump out of that light bulb. Spit that. Oh, my God. Hey, that was awful. Bobby, just keep doing what you're doing. It's okay. Just don't turn the phone off. Oh, my gosh. Did you guys? Did you, oh, my gosh. Did you guys saw that? We can't see it, Bobby. We can't see it. Dang it. What's yeah, turn your camera on. Oh, my gosh. That was so amazing. So you're. I, I tra- I'm talking to you guys. I turn around. I'm watching his line go under the boat. And I go, hey, and he already realized that he was on. <sighs> yeah, well, just uh, put your pole in the water. Don't let that fish get away. <sighs> well, Dude, you anyway, Bobby, just just stay on there, and we'll get you as you can. I know you got your okay. hands full, so yeah. just just yeah. keep the phone on and keep us posted, and then uh, Mark it. and I are going. We're good. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, that was awesome. You're the man. <laughs> Give me a hey, right here, right here, right here. Bam. I want to listen Bam. to this. There we go. Hey, Mark, that, I bet that fish is, I haven't measured her yet. There's a boat coming by. I bet that fish is 26, 26 and a half inches long. Oh, my wow. gosh. Oh, it's a giant. Wow. It is a giant. Wow. Oh I assume it wasn't on a frog since it lied to swimming under the boat. <laughs> yeah, we um we caught him up we caught frogfish up to almost five pounds today. Wow. Wow. Hey Bobby and, uh, Bobby, yeah. would you mind um I you know, you're on the cell phone. If you can get a chance, you know, and maybe after you go off the air, is take some pictures for us so we can post on Facebook so that people can see what you're doing while they're listening to the show. What about um what about if I um what about if I if I took a picture with my cell phone and sent it to you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, we'll post yeah. it up on Facebook so people that are listening they can see what the, that you weren't lying about this. This oh, really was this yeah. this really wasn't a setup. You really are in the water. <laughs> that would be cool. Maybe, I got my guy right here. He will he will confess. <laughs> I got video proof. Okay. I turned my video camera on once he was on. I didn't get the cast and all that stuff, yeah. but. Hey, we need you to get all the weeds off that thing right there, and we need you to throw that thing right over there. Oh, hey, Bobby. Your turn. Uh, you're, you're guiding with uh, with a couple of people. Whoever just caught that fish, did you get it on the boat? It's in the boat. It's okay. in my live boat right can, now. Can we talk to the the the, uh, uh, the the angler? Yes. And what's his name? Her name? His, his name's John. You want okay. to talk to John? Yeah, yeah just for a second, yeah. It, it, okay, do you want to talk to him right now? Sure, if he's available. Okay, okay hang on. Hello. Hey, John. This is John. From, this is John from Fish Talk Radio, and uh, we're actually you are on the air right now, and talking to probably no more than half a million people. But don't be nervous about that. But we just we just we, we wanted to confirm that Mark wasn't making this up because it sounded like it was kind of a, a setup. Oh no! It just happened. It was unbelievable. Oh, yeah. I'm shaking right now. My yeah. heart's pounding. Had to light up a cigarette. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. And well, uh, well, apparently, when you go with the right guide, things make a difference. Oh, but, definitely. Uh, did you? Uh, and and what did you catch that on? I was just on a Sanko. Okay. 
And so just grabbed it. It was kind of interesting because we have Bobby on the line. All of a sudden he goes, oh, shoot. Well, he didn't say shoot. But anyway, that's live radio. That's great. Well, congratulations. And uh, Mark, uh, if, if please uh, take your picture and send it to us. And we'll put you on Facebook. And Bobby. Make, make your, uh, Bobby will make, yes. And uh, we'll, we'll put you on Facebook and make you rich and famous. Oh, well, famous anyway. Great. I don't know about rich, but famous anyway. But it sure makes a difference when you pick the right guy, doesn't it? Oh, 100%. Okay. Bobby's the man. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, John. Thank you. Take care. Okay. Here's Bobby. All right. Hey, Bobby. Uh, before, <laughs> Bobby, that was perfect. But <laughs> that was so cool. Uh, I got tears in my eyes, and it's not because oh, I'm crying. <laughs> Very good, very good. Okay. But uh, anyway, well, let's let's try and get back a little bit. Uh, yep. You're a pro angler for uh, snag proof. Give yes, us sir. a give us a little bit of an idea about what that entails and about the product. Okay. Um, well, snag proof has been around for a little over fifty years since about sixty four. They were one of the first company. They were the first company that came out with a hollow body trog and. Uh, you know, hollow body frogs, they, they're great matted vegetation. Uh, the hooks are, lay on real tight to the plastic. And when the fish grabs the bait and compresses the plastic, then they get the bad news. Oh, and okay. they, were the, they were the first ones that started that and um, years and years ago. And other people have tried to copy it. And there are, you know, there's other products on the market that are similar. Um, but uh, nobody's been able to, you know, take over the leader. They've been the leader forever, and mm-hmm. everybody, else, everybody else just kind of is imitators. So, so the point is, kinda... is what they do, it's a hollow body, so that means it it's, uh, has flotation. It stays on top of the water as opposed to, you know, sinking down. And most frogs, when they're swimming, they're swimming on top of the water. This right? guy is on again. There you go. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Cut that the, that cut, other one can eat I, I'm sorry, Bobby. Cut the, I'm sorry. Cut, I'm cut, sorry. Cut, cut the line. We don't have time for that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm sorry. What were you saying? (laughs) I'm sorry. I said that because they have a hollow body uh, and they they stay on top of the water. And frogs normally, when they're in the water, they're swimming. They're usually swimming on top of the water, right? Yes. You know, the thing is, um, you've got a lot of different fish species that, uh, whether it's stripers, marlin, um, largemouth bass, smallmouth bass, spotted bass, whatever it may be, even trout, right? Guys use dry Mm -hmm. flies. Uh, big fish of different species, they prefer to feed on the surface. And, um, you know, some bass might think that it's a frog, but personally, I think that when a really big bass eats a frog, he's under the impression that he's either eating a bird or a rodent. Oh. So it, uh, you know, just because it's a frog and it says frog on the package and all that doesn't, you know, that's how we look at it. That's how we perceive it. That's what we call it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I've never been inside a bass's mind. Um, but you know, however they perceive it or however they see it from, you know, looking up, so there's, there's something, um, there's something at a silhouette yeah, of something right. that's fluttering on top of the water, attainable mm-hmm. and they chew it. Oh, wow. That is, that's yeah. interesting thought. Now I've, I've never seen it, but I have heard stories and maybe you can verify because bass do like small birds, rodents and frogs. And mm-hmm. I have heard that a bass will, you know, actually come out of the water jump up on the bank close to shore, grab a frog, and wiggle back into the water. Can you comment what, on that? What? Um, well, I've never seen that. What I have seen is where you have 
heavy matted vegetation, uh-huh. uh, like what you would have in a golf course pond, right? Um, where you have floating vegetation, floating weeds, and you'll have, um, you know, like maybe a blackbird that's walking along the top of that stuff, oh, or maybe a, swear, right. a sparrow that that stops for a moment and um, is maybe standing there, or he's standing on a cattail that bends over towards the water. I've seen mm-hmm. largemouth get taken off of tulies or reeds. Um, I've seen them get um, plucked from underneath in heavy matted vegetation as they're walking along. Oh. It doesn't, you know, you don't see a lot, but um, I'm out here a lot. So especially May, June, May, June, July, right in there. Um, that's usually the time of the year where, where you see, you know, that happen on occasion. So they're able to either see or identify that there's a prey out of the water, on top of the water, or very close to the water, and they just come up and grab it and, t- and eat it and take it away. Yeah, and when they, a lot of times when they eat something off the surface like that, uh, the bites are tremendous. Oh, I mean, yeah. you, get, you get white water and oh, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll hit that thing, and yeah. sometimes they'll throw water two, three feet high. Wow. Yeah, I mean, the, the, uh, the bites are just incredibly intense. And um, it, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. Look at your great white sharks, right? They, they like to, you know. Unfortunately, they like to grab a sea lion off the surface every yeah. once in a while. It's mm-hmm. just, it's too easy for them. Their prey is right there. Yeah. That it, their prey has no idea that they're lurking below that. And they just and, come right up. Yeah, and they just, you know, it's it's mother nature at its, you know, cruelest, I guess. Yeah, um, I couldn't have put it better. I was just going to try and find the words for that, but you know, yeah. that's, that's that that is reality, and that and that is all, you know, part of the process. You're bet, you're bet, you're bet again. He's he's learning how to do this kind of stuff, and he's doing extremely well. We made a lot of progress today, and that's part of the game with the whole fishing thing. You know, <laughs> I know we're talking snag proof today and all okay. that. And I know you have a fishing show, and you guys are into salt water and all that kind of stuff, and. Um, well, just well watching, Bobby, we've got guys we've, go through the learning curves. Okay, awesome. well, we've we've, we've got about just a minute left, so let's get back uh, real quick to snag proof, and we're going to be talking some more about that. But I think okay. you get a little bit of the history, why it is, and um, apparently it works. It's been around for quite some time, and then mm-hmm. if you want to find out more about it, I'm sure that you, but you'd probably just Google snag proof. Um, uh, lures, but uh, if, if, if you got some ideas, that apparently it's available everywhere because they're one of the largest people out there as, as far they as are, that goes. They are. Mm-hmm. Quite a few different, uh, man, you know, a lot of the different retailers. I don't know if we can mention any of them. Well, but, we, don't, um, we, we don't have time, but uh, yeah. I, I think we'll, we'll try and bring it back again a little bit later. So we got, yep. we got to get going. But okay. if, if you say it works, uh, I think we can take that to the bank. Bobby, thank you very much and have a great <laughs> Thanks, day Bobby. on the water. Okay, John, Mark, you take care. I'll see you on the river. Okay, you're listening to Fish Talk Radio, and we'll be right back. Hey, Mike, I think we need some more cowbell. The road stretches for miles in front of you, and with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. 
If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! It's a beautiful day, oh, what do you say? Let's go fishing. What a wonderful way to spend the day just a fishing. Oh, the water on the lake is smooth as glass. Oh, we might catch a sunny, we might catch a bass. Oh, what do you say? Let's go fishing. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have Mark Lassane uh, from Bass Angler Magazine. Actually, he pretty much is Bass Angler Magazine, but we don't want to give him a big head. And then we also have uh, John Prock now. And, you know, John has been on more than a couple times, and the people that uh, have heard him, I find him fascinating because fishing is mostly about wild stories and what you think and, you know, what's your favorite this and that. But John is a true scientist, and I believe that uh, John is responsible for, um, I guess, say, inventing gulp bait and bust any others from Berkeley. So let's bring John on. And, John, uh, why don't you go ahead and start and give us... Give yourself a little bit of, uh, uh, give us a little bit of idea about yourself and what you do. Sure, John, no problem. Uh, my name's John Prockner. I'm the uh, director of product development here at uh, Pure Fishing Berkeley in the uh, Spirit Lake Laboratories here in Iowa. Uh, I work in conjunction with our fish research team, which is uh, Dr. Keith Jones heads that up. 
and they do the things like determine what fish like, what chemical compounds, what attracts them, how they act, things like that in our facility here. And uh, it's uh, my and my team's job to incorporate those types of things into products and baits and lures like you and I use that uh, the angler can use and catch more fish with. So I'm kind of a chemist by training and an angler by uh, uh, lifestyle. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> wow, no. sounds like a great job. No, yeah, no, it does. And you know, and that's, that's what I, I really appreciate about John, because when we really want to know the real truth. Um, he'll he'll let us know because we've over the years we've heard about lateral lines and scent and different things that he's uh, taught us that that's true science you know and it's it's not subjective it's uh, and of course when working with an outfit like you do with the budget that they have for research uh, it you know it's incredible it's you know it's like working for NASA but uh, well almost like that but anyway so that's great but what we're going to be talking about uh, we've got Mark Lassane from Bass Angler Magazine and we're today's topic is uh, bass catching bass and in particular we're talking about using frogs well you don't usually tie a hook in a frog but there's a lot of uh, lures that are designed to look like frogs, and that's kind of what we're going to be talking about. So why don't I go ahead and turn it over to somebody that knows what they're talking about, and that would be Mark Lassane from Bass Angler Magazine. Uh, why don't you and John, you know, have a conversation, and I'll listen in. Sure. Uh, I mean, you know, we can talk about frogs like Bobby was saying. You know, a frog is a, a, a creature on top of the water, and they make them in every different colors, white, red, green, blue, black. Um, you know, it just imitates something on top of the water and just uh, uh, kind of triggers that bass's aggressive nature. Because bass will pretty much eat anything that, that can fit in their mouth. You know, whether and they have a big a, mouth. And they do have a big mouth. You know, whether you know whether it be another fish or a bird or a, or a little mouse or a frog or, you know, pretty much anything that can fit in their mouth, they will eat it. So, and a frog is just a really fun way to fun way to catch them you know i think with john you know i'm just thinking i could think of we could talk for probably days on the research that he does you know and i'd be curious to know um when berkeley's working on baits do they work on um all the senses of a bass you know i know because we have the gulp and the power bait and that really is a scent based uh you know attractant where, you know, you have the other things like the lateral line and the eyesight and, you know, and, the, and, uh, and also their smell. So does, do you guys take all that into effect when you're, when you're trying to create a lure or do you try to attack one at a time? Or? Well, we, we do take a, uh, a full frontal assault, if you will, on that. But our expertise and what really got us into the game was the, the study of the olfactory, which is taste and smell. So that's okay. what we've really done the most work on, and that's what really got us like into the power bait and the gulp. But with the design of the different uh, baits and lures that uh, we do, we do deal with uh, lateral lines and the uh, actual vibration that goes into uh, into the hard baits and things that we're getting into now also with the flicker shads and some of the new uh, hard baits that will be coming out before long. But we also look at that as far as the vibration and water displacement in soft plastics also. And it does uh, play a part. Um, 
color is a thing that all anglers are very in tune to because that's something up in front and in their face, and they sure. can see it right on the peg type thing. So colors are very much something that we pay attention to as far as what the anglers perceive that they need. The actual colors that we design are not necessarily designed specifically for the fish. Um, they're designed for the anglers and the um professionals and things that have actually been out there and fished them and have had good luck on certain types because the different conditions that are out there and available, whether it's turbid water, murky water, clear water, uh, bluebird sky day, overcast day, partly cloudy, um, all the dust in the air, all that type of stuff, uh, what the angle of the sun is in the sky going into the water, there's so many different parameters and things variables, that yeah. you could variables right that you could test that we don't delve into that very hard at this point uh, it's something that uh, we want to look at in the future but it's something that uh, uh, the anglers that have been out there for years and years have been able to tell us what their favorites are and that's obviously what they've been catching fish on well, so we pretty much duplicate those and come up with some new ones mm-hmm. as we work with the anglers and they put their preferences in there. John, let me ask you a question about color. Now, you know, inverse to what would make sense, you use light lures in clear water and dark lures in darker water to lighter conditions. But when you're talking about color, uh, is it a matter of shading or do they actually see the color? Uh, Some fish see some colors better than others, depending on which rods and cones they have in their eyes. Um, But it's it's generally, as a general way of speaking, is contrast that they see the best. Mm-hmm. So the, that's why the light colors and dark colors on specific types of days that we've always been in tune to, it's due to the contrast and having that product or that bait or that lure stand out so that the fish can actually see it. Because the, to get a fish to bite, the first thing they have to do is you have to get their attention on it that there's actually something there. Uh, well, Mark, you don't have this opportunity often to talk to somebody of this caliber that uses science, so I'm sure you've probably got a couple of questions for John. I, you know, I have I have one question that I, I think all anglers would want to know, is that if you're using, uh, say you're using a, a reaction bait, uh, you know, a crankbait or spinnerbait or, uh, you know, whatever, um, if you add scent to it, um, like the like some of the scents you have, like the power bait uh, scent, is will it create a trail and do those fish follow that trail i can let me uh give you an example of something that we've i've actually witnessed here firsthand in the laboratory and Perfect. it has to do with uh, topwater baits because we in uh, earlier days we were looking at some hard soft combinations of topwater baits and we observed and have on camera actually fish on topwater baits where they're underneath the bait watching it and they'll go up and they'll just touch it. And this is a largemouth bass with their lips. They won't uh-huh. attack it or strike it. They just go up and touch it from underneath. And then if it's something that they deem is acceptable to them, then they'll attack it. And if it isn't, they'll back off. But that's on fish that are very neutral to negative, if you will. If they're in sure. a positive mood, uh, they're going to hammer anything. You know that as well as I do. There are some days you can throw a pop can out there darn near and they'll <laughs> strike it, right? <laughs> right, right. So, so it, but what it, about what about a scent trail? I mean, do bass do bass? I know some fish, I, I, you know, probably like sharks and some other fish, maybe 
catfish would follow it or sturgeon. But what about mm-hmm. bass? I mean, would they follow a I, scent trail? I, you know? I believe that the uh, scent trail that it leaves, and some of our products, for like gulp in particular, does leave a scent trail in the water. And I believe that fish, when they come across that, and different species of fish have different thresholds, that it gets their attention. Similar to like when you're driving by a bakery or a restaurant or something and you get that whip, <laughs> you look, that's, yeah. that's the type of thing. That's the scent thing. trail, huh? <laughs> yes. Yeah, perfect. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that, uh, very, very appropriate. And we we're talking about on top of the water. And I think uh, I was looking at a video I th- was from what it was from Bobby, but you're talking about, we're talking about frogs, but apparently bass will attack things on top of the water. And apparently a trick that I just learned about, I'm not a bass fisherman, is that if you've got a blackbirds or, you know, a nest on a tree that's overhanging the water and you ever come across any feathers in the water, uh, there's a good chance there's some bass hanging out in there just waiting for those chicks to fall out of the nest. That's that, that happens, especially where there's swallows. You know, you see the swallows underneath the bridge, and uh-huh. uh, sometimes they fall out, and the bass will just be waiting right below. Oh, so and this that's is... the time when you want to throw your black snake-proof frog. Uh-huh. And it uh, sounds like maybe you want to add a little scent to it, just in case you're going to come up and taste it first. Okay, there mm-hmm. you go. There you go. Well, it was an now, interesting show. Uh, uh, one, one last thing, John. Have you yes. noticed the difference between water-based and oil-based scent? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Good question. Um, We deal primarily in water-based attractants and scents Mm -hmm. because the actual biology of fish, their um, taste receptors in their mouth and even on their outside of their body are not in tune to or... uh, are not... uh, Oil is foreign. Uh, John, John, I hate to interrupt. And, sure. uh, but it looks like we're having so much fun that we just let this whole segment slip by us. So we're going to have to have to get out of here for now. But we're going to leave people on the edge of their seats waiting for you to come back. And we'll get, maybe stop in and talk about the oil and, and, and water-based scents. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Visit us on fishtalkradio.com and go to the Facebook Fish Talk Radio. And uh, you'll find out more about. We'll put some more information up for John and Mark uh, t- uh, t- on the Facebook account, so go visit us. Thank you for tuning in to Fish Talk Radio. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at costabajaresort.com.
The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos Delmar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Delmar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Want to add more excitement behind the wheel? Choose Shell V Power Premium Gasoline and experience a drive that comes alive. Shell V Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. And it starts with your very first tank. And now you can save big on Shell fuels. Just sign up free for the Fuel Rewards Network program and receive at least $0.03 cents per gallon instantly on every fill-up. For full offer and details, visit FuelRewards.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is so much fun. Mark, I so appreciate you having you here. And, wow, kind of, you know, not to slight yourself, but we've had some very interesting guests on today. You know, it's yeah. been fun. And then talking about bass, I mean, I, it seems like I've been on like two minutes. So <laughs> a half hour has gone by. Yeah. No, it's been almost an hour. I'm sorry. But uh, <laughs> but uh, when we had Bobby on, and as soon as we get him on the line, uh, he has, he's out on a charter trip, and his client uh, hooks into an 8-pound, 26-inch bass um, and runs under the boat. So he had to deal with that while he was trying to talk to us on the phone. Then apparently he caught two more fish after that while he was working with us. And then... You know, and... And they can go see that on your Facebook site. Well, yeah, actually, I, we just got a, uh, I just got a text from Bobby uh, with a picture of it. So, yeah, we're definitely going to put that up right away. And then John, of course, is it, it's so interesting because um, I want to be careful how I phrase this. Most fishing information is um, um, bovine excrement. Is that a way to put it? That sounds good to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's not really knowing yeah. exactly what's going on. It, you know, unlike golf, in golf, you know, fishing and golf are similar, but when yeah. you're golfing, you can see the hole. Yeah. When you're fishing, you can't see, and generally, you can't see the fish. So. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, you're going by, going kind of going by Braille. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, everybody has opinions and, you know, and different things. But when you talk to John, this is true science. And there's very, I can't think of anybody else in the world 
that would have his position because there's so few companies that can afford the laboratory and the money that it takes to do real scientific research. So it, it's interesting to be able to talk to him and find out, you know, what's, what is reality and, and uh, uh, the difference between that and uh, subjective uh, um, anecdotal information. It is, you know, and we've, uh, we've interviewed Dr. Jones several times uh, you know, maybe we're going to talk to John a little bit more now, uh-huh. you know, for several articles in the magazine. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was talking to John about scent because we did an article on scent. And I just kind of wanted to get his, uh, you know, his take on it. And it was it was 100 percent right on. Um, so really to get that concrete information is is fun, interesting and it's productive. You know, I mean, once you really learn something, you learn how to catch some more fish. Mm hmm. And, you know, of course, is you know, the idea of about bass and about catching uh, bass eating things other than other fish, which is quite interesting. And, you know, I've never, I heard this story, maybe you can verify or, or debunk it, but have you ever heard anything, it's, I think it's called um, mouse, mouse fishing with a plank? Oh, you know, I've heard, I've heard that, sure, where you put the mouse on the plank and you let them go out and then you rip the plank and the mouse is stuck in the water and the bass won't eat. <laughs> yeah, you put this poor, helpless, defenseless mouse on a plank and you set it adrift and let it go out from the boat. And of course, you got a hook, you know, stuck into the, to the mouse and then you pull it off the plank and here's this mouse flopping around on top of the water. Um, but uh, I'm not really sure I even should have brought that up. But it is nature. I mean, it's like you're talking. <laughs> I've heard about, that. I've about, heard of that. About, I've never uh, tried it. About birds, you know, falling out of the nest, and you know, the bass are right there waiting for them. So it is interesting. I don't know how many other fish, you know, would uh, would actually feed on something that's not another fish. You know, yeah, it's kind of like that great white syndrome there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. yeah. I guess, but I don't think you should use a seal as bait. <laughs> it might get yourself in trouble. Anyway, it looks like uh, looks like they're trying to kick us out of here. So I appreciate you coming on uh, bassanglermag.com. Go to fishtalkradio.com and look us up on uh, Facebook on Fish Talk Radio. And thank you so much. This is so much fun today. We're going to have to bring you on more often than we have. Our our co-host today is Mark Lassane from BassAnglerMag.com. Thanks. Gone fishing 